In the book of Daniel, we find a prophecy concerning 70 weeks. Today, you'll discover that the prophecy reveals crucial information about the Messiah, the restoration of Jerusalem, and the end times. God's plan extends all the way to the end of human history. He's placing every puzzle piece into place. Like Daniel, we should seek God and trust his plans for our lives and for the future. This lesson is called 70 Weeks of Human History. The prophet Daniel has been doing, uh, evidently, a little Bible study on his own. He's been digging around for some answers to these visions, and what God allows him to discover is nothing less than a crucial prophecy that relates to the Messiah. Daniel writes here in chapter 9 and verse 2, I, Daniel, perceived in the books the number of years that, according to the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, the prophet, must pass before the end of the desolations of Jerusalem, namely, 70 years. Well, evidently, Daniel's been having his devotions out of the book of Jeremiah. He evidently had a copy of Jeremiah's scroll, and he's discovered, as he's been studying that scroll, where Jeremiah prophesied that the people of Judah are going to serve the king of Babylon for 70 years. That's over in Jeremiah chapter 25. Well, now that Babylon has fallen to the Medes and the Persians, Daniel understands that those 70 years are actually coming to an end. But rather than start packing his bags, he writes here in verse 3, I turn my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. You see, Daniel knows that the restoration to the land isn't going to happen without repentance and supplication. Jeremiah made that clear. Daniel, by the way, is going to lead the way. He prays here in verse 16, Let your anger and your wrath turn away from your city, Jerusalem. Daniel even makes an appeal here based on the Lord's reputation as the God of Israel. He prays in verse 19, O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, pay attention and act. Delay not for your own sake, O my God, because your city and your people are called by your name. The prophet's prayer here is all about the restoration of Jerusalem after the 70-year exile in Babylon. Well, now the angel Gabriel arrives before Daniel can even say amen, and Gabriel says to him here in verse 22, I have now come out to give you insight and understanding. He then goes on to give Daniel some amazing uh, prophecy of things to come. Israel will indeed be restored following their exile. Daniel had indeed understood Jeremiah correctly. God hadn't changed his mind somewhere between Jeremiah chapter 25 and the book of Daniel. See, God is unswerving in his purpose to fulfill all his commandments to Israel, including their ultimate restoration. Well, now Gabriel's answer goes well beyond the 70 years of captivity in Babylon, and he introduces a brand new period of time. This is where God is going to be dealing with his people in this new season. Gabriel says here in verse 24, 
Seventy weeks are decreed about your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, and to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. So this prophecy obviously is going to cover a lot of territory. Now, what are these 70 weeks? The term here for 70 weeks refers to units of sevens. Each week represents a unit of seven years. So 70 weeks, then, is 70 times seven years, and that equals 490 years. So Gabriel is saying here, over the course of 490 years, look at what's going to be accomplished. Verse 24 says, transgression is going to be finished. That is, Israel's rebellion is going to come to an end. Sin will be ended, literally sealed. That is, Israel's sin will be brought under restraint. Atonement for iniquity is going to be fully realized by Israel. That's going to take place when Christ returns and sets up his kingdom following the tribulation period. Israel is going to turn in faith to their Messiah at that point in time who had died for them. Then Gabriel says here uh, that a most holy place is going to be anointed. That means a new temple is going to be rebuilt in Jerusalem. Now, all of this clearly looks far out into the future to Christ's return and that millennial kingdom where he rules on earth. Well, then here's the question. How does that relate then to the 490 years? Well, according to verse 25 here, this time period begins with a decree, notice, to restore and build Jerusalem. Well, that decree is going to be given to Nehemiah in 445 B.C., as we have seen over in Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 4 through 8. From that date, where Nehemiah is given the opportunity to rebuild, we can then trace the prophetic calendar given here. The city of Jerusalem, under Nehemiah, will be rebuilt, and after 69 weeks of seven years, well, that's a total of 483 years. Daniel says here in verse 26, the anointed one will appear and then be cut off. Well, this refers to the arrival of the Messiah, and his cutting off is a reference to his crucifixion. Well, here's the amazing thing. If you crunch all these numbers as Gabriel gave them, well, what happened 483 years after Nehemiah received permission to rebuild Jerusalem? Well, the year would be right around A.D. 33 when Jesus died on the cross. Well, let me tell you, beloved, this is an amazingly precise prophecy given to Daniel hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, what about that 70th week? That is, that last unit of seven years. Well, those seven years are uniquely separated from the previous 69 weeks of prophecy. And that's because, well, those events haven't yet been fulfilled. What are those events? Well, 
Gabriel tells Daniel about a coming prince who's going to make a covenant with Israel for seven years. Halfway through that 70th week, that seven-year period of time, well, he's going to break that peace agreement. He's going to defile the temple in Jerusalem. Gabriel says here in verse 27 that he will put an end to sacrifice and offering. Well, this seven-year period of time is obviously the tribulation. And the prince who makes and then breaks his peace treaty with Israel is none other than the Antichrist. As Second Thessalonians chapter 2 tells us, the Antichrist is going to enter the temple in Jerusalem. He's going to declare himself to be God. Now, I got to tell you, Daniel wasn't expecting all this information. He just wanted to know about the restoration of Jerusalem after the Babylonian exile. But now he's, he's told that it'll be restored, but it won't be uh, the final restoration at all. There's a future. There's a, there's a lot of struggle in the future. There's hardship ahead for Israel. As God works out in that far distant future, his master plan for the world. Well, now chapter 10 picks up the next events in the immediate future for the Israelites. The Jews are going to be allowed to return to their homeland. In fact, some have already done so. They're going to rebuild. They're already involved in rebuilding the temple. That's come to a halt due to opposition and discouragement, as we learned back in the book of Ezra. And apparently, this is what causes Daniel, who is still in Babylon during this time, to begin praying diligently for three weeks. We're told here in Daniel chapter 10 and verse 2. Once again, an angel arrives with an answer to Daniel's concern, Daniel's prayer. He tells Daniel that that he would have arrived earlier. He explains in this rather intriguing verse here in verse 13, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. Well, Michael is, of course, an angel, and the prince of the kingdom of Persia refers to a demon, no doubt one of many demons in high places of authority over kingdoms and regions. Now, I know that makes your imagination and mine start to run wild, doesn't it? Well, don't let it run too wild. Just remember, God's angels always win. God's program is going to stay on course. This delay is part of God's plan. Well, the angel who arrives tells Daniel here in verse 14. I came to make you understand what is going to happen to your people in the latter days. This angel's answer to Daniel was an encouragement, and it should be an encouragement to us. It ought to remind us that God not only cares for us, he cares about our children, our grandchildren, and the many generations to come. And I want to say that, beloved, because we tend to think that if God's going to do something, he's got to do it now. He's got to do it soon, while we're alive. Oh, no. His plans extend all the way to the end of human history. He's guiding every puzzle piece into its perfect place as he guides and directs uh, the nations of this world, his plans for all of human history. And that includes his plans, down to the last detail, by the way, for your life 
and mine. Those plans all come together at just the right time. We got to stop here until our next wisdom journey together, beloved. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Stephen called this lesson 70 Weeks of Human History. If you'd like to learn more about what God has to say concerning the future, Stephen has a sermon series through Revelation. Visit wisdomonline.org. In the section called Free Resources, you'll find Stephen's full-length sermons. The series from Revelation is there. I hope it's a blessing to you, and I hope you'll join us again on this wisdom journey. 